Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yes! The rumors are true. Welcome back. It's the Causeway Kings right here on the WMEX Sports Podcast Network and also now here on the Abington Cam Network. Make sure you're checking out both websites to all the content you can possibly find at WMEXBoston.com and AbbingtonCam.tv. Your friend Ben Rabinovitz here live with you alongside, as always, our co-host Merrill Marshall, Heath Gordo. Gordon back on the scene with us today. No Clance this time. That's A-OK. He's down with the, uh, the Bronx right now, guys. He's got the Bronx going on. So we said, you stay home, buddy. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of the ship. So Clance, I know you'll be feeling better soon. I feel like I need to do the Clancy lean over here and... Got to maintain the get, post. Get settled in. and Yeah, absolutely. Maintain That's right. Post. Yeah. That's right. Boys, life has been a wild ride lately. I don't have to tell you. And uh, it's just been a pleasure to be back in the studio first and foremost. But absolutely. how are we doing? Meryl, how's the baby? Well, it's been a whirlwind, let me tell you. The, uh, <laughs> I would expect <laughs> having, no less. Having a baby is uh, something that, uh, well, I didn't actually have the baby. but you Right. Know, Kudos you, you to your the, wife. Yeah, exactly. She did all the it's work. I, I Now I have all the stress. Uh, but um, it was crazy. But uh, it, it's beautiful. Uh, it, she's doing, Violet's doing great. Awesome. Uh, she's home. Excellent. Uh, she's settling into a routine, hence why I'm actually able to be here tonight. And I'm off uh, I'm off injured reserve. I made it back before Jake DeBrusque. So. That's beautiful. I know the clock now. I've got Jake DeBrusque been playing absolutely. Glad to hear everybody's doing well. Yes. Gordo, yourself, Sam, how are you? Good. How's the fam? Getting to, getting down to the wire of hockey season right now, and I am very excited <laughs> about it because it's been a long season. <laughs> um, and, you know, just a lot going on. You got the bean pot going. You got the All-Star game last week. Um, yeah, you know, obviously, the Bruins are still being the Bruins. And uh, you know a lot of a lot of moving and shaking. I mean, you got the trade deadline coming up here, mm -hmm. uh, March third. So, yep. um, be interesting to see what the Bruins got coming up here. Uh, you know, if they're going to make a move or not. Yeah, well, it's going to be a wild ride to continue what's left of this yeah. season. But I'm absolutely shocked at how this has come to be so far. Honestly, guys, it's really been special as a fan to be on this ride right now. And. Honestly, when was the last time anything like this has happened? They went on that juggernaut portion of, uh, what was it, the 11-12 season or 10-11, yeah. which one, one of the two. But, uh, I mean, it's been a while since that's happened, certainly. So what's your take on this? Generally, overall, before we get into the details and the nitty-gritty of what's going on, but how do you feel about this team? Uh, I feel amazing. Um, overall, they, they had a little bit of a hiccup, but, I mean, Schedule and circumstance, you know, how could you really blame them? Um, you know, it, they've been playing so great. Uh, they've had some luck along the way, but, you know, good teams are going to have that luck. And uh, and they've made a lot of their own breaks. They've had uh, breakout seasons from a lot of guys. Um, it seems like every night there's another guy stepping up. And, um, you know, they just got to keep it going. And, um, you know, we'll delve into the nitty-gritty, but um, they're just they're on an amazing run. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how and what they add because you know you know there's going to be an injury so then you know at some point they're going to have to make a move for the trade deadline or everybody would to knock on here but somebody saw somebody well, out there does please sort of would. Yes. Yeah, it's close enough let's close go enough. for it yes well i saw uh luke shen's name pop up today mm -hmm. vancouver i mean don't hate that big defenseman tough plays physical you know he's not going to get you any point. You know he's not going to. He's not a point guy, but he's a solid defenseman. He's you know stay-at-home guy and physical. He's, and he's physical. And I think that 
would be a nice play coming down the stretch here. Um, One cup. Yeah, and again, it's, it's a, you know, there's not much to hate right now with these guys. There's just, you know, they've, like Merrill said, there's been some luck involved, schedule, um, but they've... <laughs> the schedule I, luck we'll talk about, because that's about to change. Yeah. yeah. That it, part is about to it change. It is. And, but, you know, just looking at it as a whole, like Montgomery, I think, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, I think he's been a great fit, especially for the locker room. And, um, you know, definitely a player coach. And I just think the locker room itself, like these guys, it's just a, such a close-knit family this year. You can really tell, us like the... Especially like the Fenway game, like those guys are so amped up, like after they won that, and just oh, yeah. you know jumping up and down, and just you know, and then you watch like behind the B, and you see those guys in the locker room afterwards, and they're just like they're just loving it. And uh, I don't know if you guys caught the when Debraska's hurt, he did yeah. the uh, did the the lineup, mm-hmm. and he came yeah. in and you know started making some jokes. It was it was good, like kind of gave me a little bit different perspective on that kid because I've been kind of, you know, knocking him for a while now. But um, they're just, you know, they're firing on all cylinders right now. But I think long term, like we talked about in the past, like they've got to stay healthy. Some of the older guys, the vets got to stay healthy. And I think uh, making a move here at the trade deadline, you know, for a defenseman, I think we've said that before, would be a solid move going into you know towards the tail end of the season into the playoffs so i agree i absolutely agree guys it uh let's switch gears now let's talk about the all-star game and what that ended up being and we talked a little bit but well i got a chance to talk about this with mike milbury on the show on wmex gloves off hockey with mike milbury pretty cool show by the way if you haven't checked that one out yet because there's not enough hockey going on no never never um but we were talking about the all-star game and I guys, I just I've got to be honest with you. I'm not sure about that anymore. I used to really like the All Star Game, but what has it become? I literally found myself sitting there going, "Who let? What? Who? Wh- why?" Yeah. I loved the whole Happy Gilmore thing and all that. You know, that was cool for the guys and all, but like nobody was taking it serious on the ice, and it was above apparent. You know, not to say that it was a serious thing. But but I, but I think the for the where's the wow factor I guess I mean I don't I, know. I don't hate the three on three thing but I like you said I don't think the guys take it overly serious which is you know I get that yeah part. no one's trying to get hurt out I mean there. you I look at it. the Pro Bowl now and the Pro Bowl is totally different than what it used to be and the, you know the All Star game I mean I did I did like the five on five and it, you know the guys still were they were kind of going through the motion still but it just I don't know it just has a different <laughs> feel with the three v three. Um, you know, definitely exciting. It, it, you know, when the guys kind of, as they were moving along in the in the, the little playoff bracket thing there, they were starting to kind of pick it up a little bit towards the end. That, like, that got fun. The Kachuk brothers started, you know, and obviously Matthew Kachuk had a little bit at stake there and kind of like hometown guy and, you know, wanted to put on a little bit of a show. But, like, all the, just the, you know, the fastest skater, the, the 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 accuracy shot thing, like you know, those are kind of the staples that have been around forever. And, the and those fans, are those are cool. And like the fans, that part was good. It, well, I mean, the speed at the, what these guys can do now, and then even the shooting, like watching McDavid just ping ping ping. ping, ping, ping yeah. and, <laughs> that was yeah. wow. He didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, but the shootout thing, like I I miss the old like man. I remember like you know Gretzky Lemieux, they do that like kind of. I think they would like rotate. A guy would go and do a shootout, and then you know, the next guy would go and go and go, and you know it just, you know, they were. It, it just see it had a different vibe. Now the guys yeah. are coming out and they're doing these big theatrics, and 
you know, the the one with, I think it was the Kachuk brothers and they're all like in bathing suits or whatever, Hawaiian shirts and I don't know. It just kind of like, it was just goofy. That the, part of the game is getting weird. I'll, the worst I'll just part, say that. The worst part for me, and I don't know why the NHL can't figure it out, but like the in-between, the intermission, like, show, like, Fall, uh, Fall Out Boy, is that who it was? Yeah, is, that's the anthem of hockey these I, days. I don't. That's what the people want. Why Fall Out Boy for the hockey I, I in 2023? Mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, folks. I mean, we got got to be honest here. The you know the 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 NHL has definitely gone on the woke side a little bit on a lot of stuff, which is okay. Um, but I, I just can't figure out why they can't. Like, there's so like, many artists out there. It's not even it's not even a matter of like details. It's just a matter of guys read the room. Look who your fans are. That's just that's not what those people are looking for. Fallout boy. Yeah. I mean, I was And it wasn't that great of a performance. I I I am sure he was just as confused as to why his band was playing at the NHL yeah, All-Star game just, to be honest with you. It was just you. so weird and then like I you can refuse a paycheck though. I mean, no, of course not. No. But <laughs> even like even in between like, that one. they had PK Subban doing some some commentary which was yep. which was fun at times which was fun which was fun it, at times and you know and i love pk Subban. i think it was but it was like it was him uh it was jim nance yeah who's that who the other guy was I, I and then so. it was mass and it was uh chelios right uh -huh. they're in suits he's in like you know some jean tuxedo with like these cool kicks yeah, he, on he's in like the sopranos yeah. outfit like you expect him to be with and, like you know uh paulie paul but he, even just the vibe of those four guys sitting there and talking about like you know in between the, all the games that were going on and just talking to them, and it just seems so like uncomfortable and it seemed you know, forced yeah yeah definitely. it just seemed definitely. forced and you kinda, could tell when pk was getting the no like hey force support okay all right hey let's keep it moving yeah, here like yeah, it wasn't it, very graceful in that one but he's new to this one he's just a brand new broadcaster and i get you that give him that, and i get you know? that and I, brady gets on there oh <laughs> that's, that's, that's gonna be that's another show and another I, podcast yeah. no I, I know i mean it's just you know i understand it's gonna be trial and error but it just you know i would like to see it go back to like a regular five-on-five five game maybe and, and you know what it is too i mean nobody wants to address the elephant in the room maybe too there's just so much money now yeah like the guys you know if guy and give guys an out be like listen if you don't want to go you don't have to go but you know you're gonna you're gonna lose out on this bonus that bonus and maybe you up the amount of money maybe it's a five-on-five yeah. five, you know the best 46 or whatever guys you take three goalies each you know if you do the eastern conference western conference or do the north america versus the world right and you say two million dollars to the winning team now i'm not going to expect them to throw body checks or anything no, like that no, but you want to see you know you want to see <clears throat> something representing the game like representing the game of hockey that, that's more like hockey that's not more like overtime hockey i mean i i would like you know or if you're going to stick with a three on three do like first team to five goals wins no there's not necessarily yeah, and th then time constraint and yeah. then, and then, hockey rules hockey and then you, you know, just like do something like that and um you know and i just feel like you know they're they're trying too hard at times or they're not you know it's just there's there's not enough flow and there's not enough just uh it, it wasn't a polished product like right. we've seen polished broadcasts before and that was just like a, not one of them kind of like they just slapped it out there yeah right and i think that's where my actual problem lies is that the justice to the professional nhl player is not being honored in that method you know i don't think you're putting these players in a position where they're going to go out there and be allowed to truly 
do what they do, yeah. which is supposed to be play hockey and showcase the skills and yeah. the athletic needs to be able to accomplish that yeah. at a Stanley Cup level. Yeah. I didn't say a championship level. I said a Stanley Cup level. And that's the difference. I don't think it's that difficult, and I'd be more than happy to accept the challenge of planning out maybe next year's All-Star game and uh, doing it for him and put up or shut up style, you know? I'll do that. The Causeway Kings will do that. We'll get a whole committee going, yep. and we'll do that. I promise we will. <laughs> yeah, I don't we'll, know about the organized committee, but we'll you know we'll gather and we'll yell and murmur things, yeah, and it'll yeah. be funny for a while, and probably write something down, it'll work out. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, <laughs> but it was, that's it, where I'm at. It was definitely a, you know, a lackluster event in my eyes, like, you know, I think I was flipping back and forth through different channels, just, you know, oh my God, this is kind of boring. Right. And, you know, Trevor Zegras even tweeted that. He literally put out a, a snoring emoticon. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, the, the, look it up. I would say the nicest part, the good part for me, like I, you know, watching Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin play, I think just at, together, like after all these years of just, you know, that kind of like, you know, the, the news, the media, Everyone kind of butts those two guys against each other, like they and they're just they're two different players. They're both you know Hall of Famers, so it was really cool. I thought to see those two guys, and then they did the little thing with Ovi's kid there. I thought that was, was great. Of, that was yeah, pretty cool. That was great. So you know, it's I think that's good for the game, and I think for a lot of the younger players too that were at the the All Star game, I think that was pretty cool for to see them together and kind of you know yeah. lighten it up a little bit, and you know because I mean Ovi's. You know he's he's still got some life left in him, man, and that goal record is you know zero in on it. It's in sights, and I think he's going to get it, and probably will. It and it's and too it was it's kind of like Crosby was always the guy, right? It was Crosby was the guy. Yep. And you know, and I think I think Ovechkin. I mean, I've personally like. You know, obviously, you guys know I'm a big Yager guy, and I, you know, some of the some of the players back in the day are more like my style. I don't particularly like love the NHL as it is right now, but um, Ovechkin, man, like he's that old school type guy that. And he's just a physical presence, and I mean, you know, oh, the, he could play in the '90s, absolutely, I, no he, problem. Uh, yeah, totally could, and I and I think he would be just as effective as he is right now, absolutely. Um, you know, because he can play that style, and you know, and he's tough. I mean, who did he knock out a couple of years ago? Uh, that young Smetchnikov. kid, yeah, Smetchnikov. Just he did put, it quickly and yeah. efficiently too. And yeah. and then just that, obviously, that, that those those power play goals, just sitting on that, you know. <laughs> sitting on that side over there just waiting for bazookas for, from the freaking point yeah, yeah and, right. the, and they keep coming folks gr- don't you worry they keep it coming yeah. it's one of those things the great eight continues to fire on yeah and uh that's it's still amazing we are talking about yarmir yager now because something else happened recently and i think that's really worth noting obviously uh <laughs> Another record. Yep. Gordo, I'll let you do the honors about it, but at 51 years old. 51 years old, I think it's 1,099 professional goals. He just surpassed Wayne Gretzky. Um, I think it's professional goals plus with international play. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, still though, like at 51, and he's still going and still doing it. He scored the he scored uh, a couple nights ago, and I they I caught some of the the, the footage there and. And I'm like, imagine being a you know a young kid like you're in your 20s and you're playing in a professional league out there, 
and this guy is, and you're just like, <laughs> wait, is, this guy's he's 50 years old. Like, what is going on? How right many now? Stanley Cup rings, Mr. Yager? Yeah, and I'm sure, and I'm sure he gets a lot of benefit of the doubt playing out there. I'm sure guys just kind of like you know lay off him a little no one, bit. No one's gonna yeah. hurt Yager. This yeah, is not gonna happen. No, this but, is not gonna happen. But he still, he's owns the team, but he still yeah. looks like a. He does, I mean, yes. he's a block man. He's still like when he moves, like he gets going, and it's just like he's a he's a house. He's he's tough to take the puck away. He's got such a great reach still, and you know, I mean, hats off to him for still playing. And uh, you know, the, obviously, he's got some reasons why he's doing it, but um, you know, Gordy Howe would be proud. I, exactly. I was just gonna say that Gordy Howe would be extremely proud to know that you know somebody else came came on <laughs> later on and it loved the game as much as he. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, and it's an awesome. I mean, just you know, because I grew up obviously watching him, and like I just. You know, loved him as a player, and and uh, to just see him still doing it, man, it's it's so cool. And you know, and hats off to him. I mean, that's a that's a lot of damn goals. So it's way more than any of us have. I'll tell you. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe men's league, but <laughs> there it is. Gordo's got to run at least. Yeah, he's, he's definitely the champion among us. It's yeah, all yeah good, exactly. I'm a role player. I'm, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I'm cur- an announcer. Anything I feel. I'm currently retired, so <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh, guys, let's talk about the actual Bruins here now for a moment. This is a team that really needs no adjustments, yet we're talking about movement at the trade deadline and acquiring pieces, but you know it's going to cost something, and I don't think it's just going to be draft picks and money. So, guys, the question really is, who? Who's going to end up going? I think it's going to end up involving Craig Smith one way or the other on this. Yeah, I keep seeing his name float around. I mean, maybe a draft pick, but, you know, I... I They've got to do something. I, I mean, I think there's some guys that have gotten plenty of chances to this point now that just, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, they're obviously they're loaded up front anyhow. So it's you know, after this year, then it's going to get very interesting. So you know, you've Pasta's going to resign him. I, I, I mean, I, I, I know Merrill's uh, not much of a Don Sweeney fan, and neither <laughs> and neither am I. But I will say on the trade front, he's done pretty damn well on the he trade has. front. Drafting, the little bit different story, but um, I think as far as like trade deadline stuff, he's made some pretty good moves in the past. Um, you know, we got uh, the defenseman now, um, Lindholm. Lindholm. I mean, that was I. You know, I thought that was a great pretty pickup last year. You and couldn't even do that trade in NHL twenty three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was true. They would not allow it. Yeah. It's true, and it's um, you know. And obviously, the the his end of the season last year, and then it's like you know, kind of looking at it like, well, maybe this wasn't a great pickup. But I mean, he's come back this year and has just been a he's force. He's a big reason why, oh, especially when McAvoy was out. Yes. I think a lot of people forget that he's. Yes. I mean, he's come back and he's been just a, a huge reason why they're. I'm not yeah. still your thunder where they're at. Yeah, but again, I think on the back end, right? Like, he's only going to be able to carry so many minutes come playoff time. And then, you know, and then you get into the usual suspects. I mean, McAvoy, obviously, he's going to be a big piece of that. Grizzlick's going to be a big piece of that. But then you get into the bottom half of the, the decor and Forbert and, you know, are those, uh, Clifton, are those guys going to be able to carry us? You know, uh, uh, obviously, goaltending is going to be the biggest piece of all of this. Right. This year, yeah, no complaints. But, it, you know, again, he's an unproven all marks unproven as far as playoffs go, so um, he wasn't exactly proven coming into the season either. So true. I think he's definitely worth the shot, worth the chance. And I mean, if Sway's backing him up right now, and then at the same time you've got the pipeline that you've got, 
Might as well roll with it. I mean, I'm not seeing the negative on that one, but that's just They me. brought up in Kincaid that one game he played. He was great, He too. was great, yeah. yeah. Um, he's ready to go, I guess, if needed. He's a good swing goalie, like a third guy, uh, <laughs> NHL experience. I mean, I just look at, you know, where have they faltered the last few years? They've, they've got into problems when they're going up against heavy teams uh, with big defense cores, you know, Carolina... Uh, we saw it with the Islanders. We saw it with the Blues, obviously. Uh, we even saw it with the Seattle Kraken this year. Um, I feel like they need to, you know, whether it's going to happen by injury or, or you know, that's going to force their hand, um, they're going to have to get bigger on the back end, uh, especially. I, I'd like to see, I mean, Calgary's probably not going to fall out of it, but, I mean, I'd love, uh, you know, a couple of names to throw out there, you know, Zadorov. Uh, probably not realistic, but he's a left shot. Um, Shen's a right shot. He's another yep. guy that I like. Dig it. Um, another couple guys off the uh, radar. I think it was um, Gavrikov from from CBJ, the yep. Columbus Blue Jackets, and another guy that I like that they could probably get, even though he's playing for a rival, because um, they're so far out of it, and he's a veteran, be like a Joel Edmondson really? uh, from the Canadians. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. another guy, six five, two twenty. But again, they, they need to get they can't just get a big guy. They need a big guy who could skate and play. You know, yeah. they got Josh Brown a few years ago and you know, he was the seventh defenseman, never played, and when he did, you were kinda like holding your breath. And um yeah. oh, I have my doubts about Grizzly holding up uh, in the playoffs with Well the that's what I was saying. I think I think I like I like Shen, man. I I do he, too. He's been around, he's a vet, he's been around for a while. You know, six six two, six three, two hundred and thirty pounds or so. I mean, he can throw. And he's and, he, and he's a physical player. Like he's he gets after it. So I I don't hate having you yeah, know something they don't have. Yeah. Like they've got puck movers. They've got stay at home guy. Forbert's really not that guy. Forbert's great. Don't get me he's wrong. He's worked out really well yeah. for what we thought he was going to be. I just look at they've got guys back there who've had an injury history, and they've been extremely fortunate health wise. Yep. I don't think it's going to. I mean, Carlo. And Grizzlick are the two guys that really come to mind. And then you have Zaboral right now, who's the seventh defenseman. He's kind of the one th- negative I'll say in the entire team, really, is that he's kind of regressed this year. And when he has played, yeah. he hasn't looked great. I think he's played once in the last, you know, month and a half. And it's like, I feel bad for the guy. You're really going to put a guy who's had no game action? You can't simulate that action. You know, you can't no. simulate yeah. going back on a puck and having, uh, you know, a guy flying down at you. Uh, With you know, going back and get the puck, like a Nick, Even like a Nick DeLore or somebody like that, just you're not going to be able to replicate that in practice. So, Well, I yeah. think it's just a thing. I think it's a, a, you know, once come playoff time and the speed, you know, picks up tenfold. And they're always taking and, the body. They're and, not passing the, up hits. And the physicality, I yeah. think that's where it's like – you know, Grizzlick at times can get in trouble. I mean, he's such a phenomenal skater that he he you know puts he can, himself in too good a position. He can he can get out of trouble and do okay with it. But like you know, again, I think Forbert Forbert's like footwork it's a little you know shaky. I don't know how much playing time he would get in the playoffs. Uh, Clifton, the same thing. Go. Clifton's a great offensively, and he's had a, a decent season this year. But again, I I just think like sometimes he doesn't think it that well. So and he's know, a smaller guy. Too. And he's People a smaller forget. guy. So <laughs> I, again, like you know, I would rather have. It doesn't have to be you know. You're looking for a fifth, sixth guy. Yeah, you're looking for like a yeah, exactly. And Play like, 15 minutes a night, the Kevin Miller role, but stay healthier. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, boy, yeah, wouldn't that be something? Yep. 
And and then up front, I mean, it, you know, the, you're going to have Debraska's coming back. I you know, I think I saw Montgomery who was saying he's going to be back. This is it. When's their next game? Eleventh uh, against the Caps. Saturday. It's Saturday. Yeah, yes, matinee so, game. I think three thirty. Yeah, I think kind of a have, weird time for a game. Yeah. So some reports Saturday, are saying yeah. that he might not be back, but it's, Montgomery was saying that he would be surprised if he didn't see him in the lineup that night. So I mean, yeah. you know, uh, he, obviously he's had such a great season this year, and he's been a big piece of the puzzle and I think they missed him on the PK like getting go back and ret- getting retrieving pucks. Yeah, he's such a good skater like you know. Oh, yeah. no doubt. Um so I you know again up front I don't I don't think there's really much there that you no. just in my eyes you just got to keep guys healthy the mm-hmm. rest of the stretch here. And I mean they've got a pretty good cushion in the division so mm. you know they're they're going to have a they're definitely going to be in the playoffs, and, and they're <laughs> yeah. and they're you know they just got to get there in one piece. Oh, and I think then they're they're on to something yeah. at that I, point. I They've got to be able to get there. It is going to be interesting. They do play like we said before we went on. They're playing you know playoff teams. Capitals, Stars are a division leader. Predators, Islanders, you know they're fighting to get in the playoffs, and then they play the Senators, who are. You know, they're probably not a playoff team, but they're not a pushover. And then they play Seattle in Seattle again. They start a little West Coast swing. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they're going to, you know, I'm not saying they're going to slump, but I'm saying they're, they're not going to be playing, you know, um, the, the Patsies. They're going to be coming out and they're going to be getting right back into it. So, um, it's going to be interesting. March 3rd will be uh, trade deadline day. And, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it shakes out. I mean... It'll be interesting to see who ends up going, if anybody. There's got to be somebody. I think uh, a lot of the mock trades that I've seen online, at least, have all involved Craig Smith to yep. some degree yeah. as one of those pieces. I've seen LaSalle uh, quite a bit. Yeah, some LaSalle, mock ones too. and um, there's a few Oof. other ones as well. I even saw Jeremy Luzon's name pop up on one of them, and I was like, well, hey, why not? You know, if he's worth something to someone somewhere, why? He's not that even here anymore, value. is he? Is he here? Now, Luzon, who am I thinking of? Uh, oh I'll yeah, go back. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. No, that was. Uh, if, I'm like, we got I'm, him back. I actually kind of liked him outside if, of if the, the one giveaway. Someone else. Well, I'm no, crossing okay. him up either which way. Don't There's somebody back it. there that I saw in something. Also, obviously, let's talk about some other league-wide trades. We've had some change yes. in the scenery already, yeah. and that has been interesting. Bo Horvat, mm-hmm. off and gone. Yeah, and what got, a shock! And he got some money. And you got some big money for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Off yeah. the New York Islanders, and uh, there he goes. I, I like, I mean, you know, good play. I mean, Vancouver is such a mess right now, and that's been going on for a couple of years. They've just been on this huge down. I actually heard, uh, is it uh, Bozer? Um, Brock Besser, yeah. I heard his name floating around for the Bees, too. Yeah, I saw uh, that, Which I, I like him mm-hmm. as well. I just think, you know, anybody coming out of Vancouver right now, it's just... You know, it's a clean all, house. All the stuff with Boudreaux, and you know, and now it's they escape from LA, but the Vancouver edition, basically. <laughs> right. Much. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. that's and basically. Now, it. And now you've got uh, is it Rick Tockett, right? Yeah. 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 yeah Rick so, Tockett. I mean, trying to pick up the pieces. I don't. I don't He's, see much changing there. So you know. No, uh, they might as well tank for Bedard. To be honest with you, like. And, and they've got some. Batman, that doesn't exist. You yeah. can't do that. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, let's not uh, let's not get into uh, Gary Batman exactly because I feel like he's part of the reason why there's not as many moves because uh, he's he's he, that escrow locking down the, uh, yeah. the salary cap has really prevented a lot of moves from yeah. happening. Although they're starting to happen now. Zaboral is who I was thinking of earlier. Yes, yeah. that's I you mentioned him. Okay, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Horvath uh, he goes to the he goes to the island and. Um, I think he's the he's the guy. They finally have their John Tavares replacement, yep. and um, 
you know, I, I think he's a guy that's going to help them. Um, they, they, in the, you look at the value that they gave up. They gave up Bovillier, who's an okay player. He's not bad. He's in a middle six. Production's guy. down, but uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Rat, um, Aturati, which is Chig's guy, he talked about that being <laughs> the guy that the Bruins would draft. Yep. And a conditional first-round pick. Um I mean that's a. I mean that's not n- certainly nothing, but it's not quite the the haul that you would maybe expect to see. Um, I would say the Islanders won that. Yeah, well, I would say so. Hands down, yeah. they won that. They're they're looking. You know, they're fighting for a playoff spot, and I, I think obviously they're uh, they're going for it. Um, and uh, but it'll be interesting to see. I, Lou Lamarillo has kind of been a maverick though. Like if they like if they fall out of it though, I'm thinking too. Like if they if they do fall out of it for some reason, they end up trading guys. Another defenseman who I thought of who'd be a good fit, uh, Scott Mayfield. Remember he fought yeah. Taylor Hall, big yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, you know, could skate. Um, that's another guy. So yeah. like you, you know, it, it's really interesting. You've got a lot of teams that are like hovering, that are within like six point striking distance. And it's gonna be the next few weeks, I think it's really gonna ramp up the intensity. We saw that, did you guys catch the Flames Rangers game? That game was bonkers. Yeah, uh, it was. Truba's a tank. Yeah, well I was, I was, I was, gonna, hit, I was gonna come in today with my Truba like, you know, oh, man, like what a great hit. Yeah, beautiful. beautiful. I, and even Kadri yeah. said after the game, that was a clean ass hit. <laughs> I. I I got roughed I, up. I, I cut to the middle on the wrong guy, and he and he made me pay for it. And immediately, hits him, turns, he's got to fight somebody. Right. Uh, yeah. That did not have to happen. And what a waste of time that ended up being, quite honestly. I mean, I guess that's just the way the NHL is nowadays. And, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no question for it. You, you know, you, you almost feel like, you know, if you're true, but you almost have to, like, expect that now. Like, if I, if I throw a hit, <laughs> someone's going to come in, uh, you know, someone's going to step up and, and try and fight me. But, um, you know, but part of that is, you know, hockey coaches always talk about part of when you step on the ice, you have to know who you're out on the ice against. <laughs> you know there's a guy who's stepping up. And who, who who has that ability to step up? I mean, um, you, know, you got to take note of that. That's kind of the element that the Bruins really don't have now. If you put a guy back there on the blue line like Shen, who who is a guy who's not afraid to, to take the body, that's something that in the back of their mind, you know, it's it's the twenty twenty three intimidation. That it, it, it's not how it used to be, obviously, but that's that's the version of <laughs> NHL's intimidation now. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay, go. I'm okay. Do you have a commercial break? <laughs> I'm all right. I, I, I've I not set up said commercial break, but that's okay. I can sing and dance I, if you like <laughs> to buy some time for Gordo. I'm sorry. Okay, it's all okay. Right. I think that's all. Hey, that's the human element, folks. We are alive. We are human beings, yep. and uh, I, life, life hurts. As Gordo's lungs have clearly dictated to us. I was expecting, you know, the Mucinex commercial with, like, one of the green goblets. I thought it was going to jump right out of your mouth. Well, <laughs> I, I, was, like, I, I go thought for something it. was going to fly out and if start you guys, running around. Well, obviously, my voice is, I've lost my voice a little bit. I just assumed that was from yelling on the radio. Uh, <laughs> but I had the, all the good kids. I got the flu two weeks ago. And, I, man, I just the last few years, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but Hits you hard, I mean, huh? Man, I just, like, it, it's knocked the crap out of me. I've been, like, down and out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, take yeah. a multivitamin, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I am. That's, <laughs> you can't, that's you can't take any more vitamins, man. <laughs> and it's just this lingering, like... 
thing Amen. that won't go away. I promise I don't have COVID or anything. Everyone's safe. A negative testing is good. But all right. Anyways. I hope you're all right, so buddy. So I was, I was going to bring my rant tonight about Truba, but I think that's just the way it is with the NHL right now. and It's unfortunate. It's frustrating, and, you know, guys, you should be able to play that way and not have to fight every time, you, you know, that's the part of the game. It's That's hockey. That's right? true. That so, is indeed the game. They're trying to slowly legislate it out. Like, they're starting checking later and later with kids now, and, and it's just, uh, you know, it, it's something that you kind of see them trying to legislate out of the game. I, I don't know how you play the game without, without having physicality like that. Absolutely, and there's really not too many ways to play around that. It's just one of those factors of the game. The young players coming in are playing a different style than we're all used to seeing, and that makes it very... Well, because you can see, change is kind of inevitable, but I'm not a big fan of it, and I will be the old man yelling at the clouds about it. That's fine with me, but hey, well, in fighting all, is still in the game, uh, and as long as fighting is still in the game, I'll take it, but you can't abuse it like that. No, but it's like I, you know, I was watching a thing the other day, and they were talking about Lucic, right? And I mean, I miss him. I, I love him. I take him back. I, I loved it, but it, we were, they were talking about fighters and like guys that actually like stand in the pocket and like you watch most of the fighting and most of it's theatrics and they're holding on and they're you know they're Looking doing for the take they're doing a dance it's all defense. Uh, Luch fought somebody that, like last week and just standing in the pocket, both guys and they're just hammering each other in the face. Absolutely, and that's you know and there's not I mean him Reeves. Outside of that, man, there's not too many guys that it's just, you know, a lot of it's like wrestling matches and dancing and, you know, and then it's it's over and it's like, and, and half of it's over. It's been a long time since we've seen an actual good fight, and it's one of those things that you got to have it, folks. You know, I want to see a couple of guys go at it, go right at it, you know, and those classic punches, you know. Yep. I, I like the quick jab style. I'm a huge overhand guy. I'm all about the uppercut. That's classic. Yeah. That's hockey. That's Eddie Shore. Let's go get him. We'll, right? we'll have to confer Scouts with Scouts uh, in the, sta- in we'll, the stands. We'll have to get Dougie Smith on soon and have a little. Uh, we got to get him back. Yeah. Yeah, and have calling some, out the thug. Uh, Come on, man. Got to get you back. You know, he's and he's still like you know he still promotes the guys that are you know the gladiators that are still kicking around and the dude from Montreal Jack Eye he could throw. I, he's great, man. I yeah. He's he's another one that I do. He's we'll get Costco. will do that. He's too, a man. big kid. He's <laughs> and he's young, right? He's yeah. Like, he's like. 20, yeah, he's, he's don't care. early 20s. He's about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, kid. He might even be a little bigger than that. And he's tough, man. He's He can throw. So, I mean, I thankfully that part of the game is still kind of hanging on by a thin thread. But, you know, it's kind of getting scary. It's like... But where is it going? Well, you know? yeah, like, you know, I feel like we're going to get to the point where... You know, we're going to be NHL is going to be back on Vice or whatever the hell. What channel was versus, that? Versus, yeah, Ver, that was on Versus. Versus, I had nothing wrong with that. I mean, actually, I didn't Versus, care. actually, yeah. So like, like, somebody was giving hockey. I don't really care where it's coming from. To I be mean, honest with you, but it was you know we had that ESPN era, right? And hockey was just in the early mid late nineties. And it was I just something to add to that. Yeah. Gary Thorne and like the playoffs and Bill just Clement, like I love Clement. it. Oh, dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden that just went kapoof. And then it was like yeah, the, the and, uh, funding and, ran up, and that and, was that. And man, dude, the, the NHL really struggled. I mean, viewership. People weren't watching the game. 
and now it's it seems this, like it's the, I think popularity is growing yeah. and they're definitely bringing in like different sorts of people to you right. know to c be interested in the game. The NHL did just release that stat that viewership in it's this down, country is 20, down 22%. Well, that's yeah. because a viewership is but I and not to get off your point here, but that's because no one knows where to find the game anymore. I don't yeah. want to jump from app to channel. This to is the problem. I, just show me the hockey game. This is I want to put on UPN 38 and be done with it. Or NBC. You know? like, I liked it when it was on NBC. Like The problem is is that you know, this was kind of the, the, the deal you make with the devil when you go with ESPN. ESPN is not going to, they're never going to market the NHL the way we want it to be marketed. It's our first sport. They're never going to take it seriously because they've got the NBA, they've got NFL, college football, baseball right on down the line. You yep. need it to be on a network that can, you know, that can make reach, it the primary. They make it make it one of the primaries. I mean, I know everybody. I liked it when it was on uh, NBC. Um, I wouldn't even be opposed. I mean, just like the network. I don't like Fox, obviously minus the glowing puck, but have it where it's. <laughs> yeah. A primary showcase, you know, um, a primary showcase uh, entity for that network, and it's not just, you know, it, ESPN has treated the NHL like it's now Fenway Sports Group with the Red Sox. It's just like part of their portfolio. Right. It's just one of the million things that they have. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, well, yeah, you know, you can pay ten dollars or whatever it is a month or twelve dollars. People Stream aren't going to pay. People aren't, don't want to pay, you know, some people do, but, uh, you know, I'll, especially when it's, again, it's still the fourth sport in America, unfortunately. People aren't going to do that when they probably already have subscriptions to this, that, and the other, and the NBA, and whatever. So just make it a, make it a fee, get it on a feature network. They're not going to. How long is that deal with ESPN? It's got to be at least five years, right? At least. Then, I mean, it's well, going to be a bad I mean, hit. If the, I, I would love to see the numbers for the All-Star game, right? Yeah. They didn't even sell out. It f they didn't even sell out. The, That's the, the, horrifying. The, yeah, well, it's just, again, like, right? It's like... Nobody even wanted to That's why it's in to Toronto go. next year. It'll it's, definitely sell it's kind out of a, year, It's but. certainly an interesting thing to think about, right? Where it's, you know, more direction is this league going in? And, you know, like you just... What is happening to my game? Well, well yeah. I just, yeah. I, and I agree. I'm, I didn't like the ESPN move for various reasons. and I didn't either. Know, and, I and true, trust them. and as you said, Ben, they like, had the money. I there were some games this year, right, where they were, games weren't on Bruins games weren't on Nesson. They right. were on Nesson Plus, and you had to have the app to watch the game, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like I already pay this network to be able to watch games. Yeah, what do you mean you're yeah, charging me a double extra? Yeah, well, it's part of my, it's part of my ridiculous. my cable subscription, and now I've got a now I've got to download an app or put it on my smart TV. And then I have to what? I have to pay extra money to watch. We just watch. want to watch the game. With, it, it's yeah. And how many games do they have on there? A handful, maybe. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? And that's the same problem ultimately that the women's hockey league is having is that they can't find a stable home for viewership. Yeah, we've Pride's talked about Nesson it a now. million times. They're, so, the, so they did have some. So the Pride did play on Nesson the other night, which is great. That's great. a great start. And they have they have some sweet throwback jerseys as well. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know, and, and I mean, I, in the women's side, I think Boston's obviously in a really good spot. Like, you know, they. They've done well attendance-wise, anyways. But you know, Boston's a tough market, right? It's, you know, but this time of the season is perfect for the women's Absolutely. side because right. football is pretty much over. 
Um, you know, Bruins are Bruins. They're got a, still got a very long season, and you know, there's no Red Sox. And you know, so for for women's hockey, like usually at this point of the season, you'll start watching those games live. And as long as it's hockey. And but Warriors sold out. Like it's yeah. it's packed, man. Standing room only to to go to those games. That's awesome. Which is which is fantastic. Well, um, I'm thankful that again, and that's even a secondary problem, getting a home arena that's accessible to people, that's easy to get to by public transportation and quite frankly, isn't gonna break the bank to park at <coughs> $100 TD Garden. I'm just saying. Is it a hundo now? It might be, I don't know. I paid 75 last time and yeah. I tried not to think about it, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. Quite I mean, honestly. it's, you know, hey, like, you know, I, I'm more than comfortable than sitting at home and watching the Bees game on TV. Right. Because I'm not gonna pay that money to, I looked at tickets to go to watch McDavid. Uh, I think he's coming to town in March. And for four seats down in Loge, it's like, Fourteen hundred bucks. Yes. Nope, for a few tickets. That's a hard pass. I and only go for free. I'm that's right. That's right. I haven't been in a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> right now we got you know bean pot time. Yeah, yes. uh, I looked up uh, ticket cost on that. By the way, I feel for that product, ninety dollars is not enough in my opinion. Yeah, that's some real deal right there. But I, you know, I still think that's pretty pricey for it. Is what it is, but you thinking know. about what it is and just the the history of it, and I'm and that's but, what justifies it to me. At and least. I'm sure the college students themselves probably get some sort of a discounted. They probably buy X amount of tickets, and the students probably get it yeah. at a cheaper rate, which is great because obviously you want your your school there to support and absolutely um, but it's you know what I mean that's a ticket I would pay for right watching the up-and-coming kids and you know that what the two games the other night were fantastic Harvard BC and and Northeastern and BU I mean it's just like it's such a great tournament every year that you know and especially like if you have kids and you want to take your kids to see a game like you know can't afford the Bruins Bean pot's pretty damn good. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, bean pot's only what maybe two weekends a year. So. It's two Mondays every year, and yep. you know, um, I do wish that they would bring like most of the high school state tournament back there, like the old days. I miss the yeah. MIA. Yeah, tournament, man. man. I remember. I really when I was, do. I remember being a kid going to the old garden, and you could just literally walk in there and and just watch high school hockey games all day long, and it was oh, it was awesome, man. And like you know, and if you had gone to Bruins games and you were like sitting up in the nosebleeds, this was your chance to like. Like you could sit anywhere at the, most of right. those games. Right, if you want to go to the ninth floor, they might let you. Yeah, you could literally like run right down to the glass and like you know. So it was a cool experience. I wish they would bring that back and you know, but I'm not going to hold, hold my breath on the Jacobs family uh, doing that. But don't hold your breath. You might yeah. sack coffin again. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, the the bean pot was great the other night and um, it was cool. I you know I worked with some of those kids and. You know, and it's just it's just such awesome hockey. It's such a great tournament, and uh, Harvard, man, like they've come on. They yeah. well, BC outshot the crap out of them. Mm -hmm. It was I think shots were like forty eight to twenty six, but mm -hmm. by that goaltender, state man, Har dude, Harvard's skilled. Oh, and you know, they, I mean, they just you know they made it count when they got their chances. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I'm in uh, NU is you know Northeastern's got a they've had a little bit of an up and down season this year, but it's going to be they've got a ton of draft picks on that team. I mean they're yeah. they're absolutely loaded. Uh, so it's going to be you know Teddy Donato Harvard, mm -hmm. 
my old uh, college roommate Kiefer over at Northeastern. They're going to be going head to head, so it's going to be you know next Monday. It'll be a pretty cool. But that's like a, such a great tournament, and you know not to turn off of the NHL. Team, no, 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 that's that's Boston right there. Yeah, man. That is, we that, talk that about is Boston. Exclusively that's Boston. Yeah. Especially Causeway Street, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah. right. By the way, you're listening to the Causeway Kings right here on the Abington Cam Network as well Shame as the WMEX Sports Podcast Network. Thank you for staying with us through whatever the heck it is we're doing here tonight. But Mostly we, coughing. Mostly coughing, <laughs> but we are also enjoying the hockey talk. And let's be honest, we're happy to have you here with us. So thank you wherever you're t- tuning in, however you're tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. So, boys, let's get right back into it. Uh, we've got an unsigned David Posternock. We've got how much cap space are the Bruins looking at right now? I, I think you were looking at cap friendly a little while ago. But uh, not they enough. They have a lot to work with. It so says current cap space 2.3 mil. Um, obviously, they're going to be signing Posternock, you know, I hope they do. Hopefully. But uh, it'll be for the 2023-2024 season. they got a lot of guys that they're going to have decisions to you know, not just him. Felino's a free agent. Smith will probably be gone, but Felino, I would Ber- think they would. Bergeron, Nosick, Frederick is an RFA. Krejci is a free agent, um, and Connor Clifton is a is a UFA, and uh, Swayman is an RFA. He'll get a he'll get a bump in pay, but yeah. I mean they. He's just becoming more and more expensive by the day. Every day the Pasternak's not signed is a. You know, it's like yep. it's like uh, inflation. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Every, like, especially with the trade like, deadline coming up, because I mean, let's be honest, the value is set by what happens in the environment around us. So every other time some forward on that wing gets signed to another billion dollars, yep. it's just going to make it that much pricier for the Jacobs family. I mean, so we better he, get on it. Well, I mean, and too, coming off of the season that he's having, he's like fourth or fifth in the league so in scoring. Oh yeah. you're, you're the face of the NHL. He's got yeah. like 20. <laughs> yeah. and, you're, and you're on the, the best team in the NHL right now. I mean, now. he's yeah. going to get heart votes too. I mean, he won't, I don't think he'll win it. I think McDavid will win it. But he's going to get heart consideration. Yeah. And if he ends up winning the Rocket Richard, I mean, again, that's huge. It's just the, the price tag is is going up and up. I, I think. I don't see them paying it. You, it it would be. But they're not going to let him go. It We're, would be an can't. absolute travesty. I, if he I is think not I signed. think it'll be off season if they don't sign him this year. I think it's going to be off season. Is Berge done? Is is Krejci going to stick around? You know, some of these guys that he kind of, you know, I think he's doing a Tom Brady move this year where he's like, I just want to win a cup. Like, this is where we're at, right? Yeah, totally. let's just win this I cup, mean, guys. They, they're I'm, in dialogue, but it's like... Uh, yeah, that, well, it's not going well, though. And I think yeah. it's very one-sided. You know, yeah. the Bruins only want to pay this, and he's like, he's yeah, no. He's got 20 more goals than the next guy on the team. He's got 38 that- goals. The next closest guy is Bergeron with 18. Yeah. That's absurd. But he's still about 20 points behind McDavid right now. Yeah. I, I That's mean, absurd. I mean, <laughs> which, I mean, McDavid's right at the 100 the century mark right now. McJesus, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's I don't know. I, I they, They're two different players in my eyes. No, oh, they they definitely are. I mean, McDavid is is a, is a center. He he's a, you know he plays a different game. Pasternak is more of a obviously a finisher. But um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine them not signing Pasternak. I mean, if they don't sign Pasternak, it's a, is it a is it a rebuild at this point? I mean, because 
the, the only way I couldn't see them signing Pasternak is if, I mean, he gets into the open market. Someone's going to, someone might offer him stupid money. Oh, I mean, 100%. I mean, you got. They will. Here's another, here's another thing to play out. Just, just again, this is just fantasy hockey, but hypothetical. I'm looking at a team like the Carolina Hurricanes. They just put Pacioretty on IR. He's probably never going to play again, unfortunately. Tearing his Achilles for the second time, same Achilles. Yep. If they don't go after a guy like Timo Meyer, who will probably cost 10 mil, they'd have to, he'd have to be an RFA guy. That's a spot he could realistically land. They make a couple moves, they free up a little more, and they can. And that team's already stacked and loaded. They bring Carolina signs him as a free agent. That would be, that would be devastating. Yeah. I, but I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine it. Well, I think a lot of people, especially in this area, are, like, stuck on that, like, you know, old school kind of thought that guys would just stick around. I thought Johnny Gaudreau was going to stay in Calgary. Exa- that's my point. Like, guys like that, right? Like, Here I, I come, Ohio. I, I do kind of feel like this is starting to feel like one of those situations where he's like, I'm worth the money. I should be one of the top paid guys in the league and you don't want to pay me. That's and, a problem. Yeah, and that's a that's a problem. Like and I, you know, I think nowadays like these guys are making so much money. It's, you know, I mean, he he could go to any team in the NHL right now and be their franchise guy. Literally, yeah. I mean, well, not all of them, but I, I a, would, high, I would, a high majority of the of the teams. I would never want to see it be the case, but I mean, what? Let's renew the old rivalry. What if the Montreal Canadiens ponied up the money and they were that stupid jerk? Team? I don't. I don't think. I don't think they would. Dude, it, I mean, anything's possible. I'm in the just NHL looking at nowadays. cap space right now. A team that has a ton of cap space, Buffalo Sabers. They could. They could potentially oh, make a move for them. That could be devastating. I mean, like, like you never. You never say never with these things. I mean, I, I listen. I love David Pasternak. I want him here for like the next ten years. Um, I, I think, I think if he doesn't end up re-signing with the Bruins, I think it's a, I think it's a disaster. Total I think it's disaster. A, I think it's a PR nightmare because he is. I mean, everyone talks about Bergeron and rightfully so, but Pasternak is going to be the face of your franchise going forward if he if he stays. Yeah. You know, if he. Yep, and then you know, and then Marshy's at the end of kind of he's getting towards the tail end he's of his. Got two more years after this, you know. So, I, and it's interesting, man. I, I, I think he stuck around this year. I really do because they signed Krejci back, which yeah. I think was a. He's like okay, probably like, part of his request. They 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 are taking this serious, and you know, he, this guy gives us a, a shot to make a run, mm-hmm. right? And you know, everyone knows this is probably going to be Bergie's last year, I would think. And if they win it, I bet. So it's I don't like think there's too many more. It's like I, this is you know this has been his home since the beginning, and it's like this is my shot. And if they go on a big run, and you know maybe win the cup, I, I would see him moving out of here. You know after that, but I just, and it's strictly business. It's a money thing. It's not. You know, and also walking away while you still have your body and your brain. Yeah. God forbid anything else happen. You know, I mean, you play a high level of hockey for so long, and you gotta hope at some point. I mean, Gordo, you know, you've played at those high levels before. I mean, you're really going out there, and part of you's got to just be hoping nothing bad this time, nothing bad this time. Not yeah. that you're ever thinking about it. Yeah. But I mean, 
Nobody ever wants to Man, get any, out there. Well, anything Stuff happens. Any, anything can happen in that game. Yeah. So, or this game, I should say. There, there could even be like a time where like you and your good friend Merrill go out for a casual skate one day, and like you know you're both kind of new to the game still, yeah. but like it's working out. Yeah. And we're in the corner. We start going for the, the battle, and next thing I know, there's a stick in the caged portion of my mask. I'm yep. not really sure how it got there, but boy howdy was it there. Yeah. It would never happen because Gordo would have the puck and be out of the corner before <laughs> I knew before I knew what the hell was going on. Are you oh. kidding me? There's there's I've, I've put on a few LBs since my playing days, so uh, me me moving very fast out of a corner. Or he would just isn't really me off. a thing much anymore. <laughs> he would walk me off like Yager and just flip it top cheese. Yeah. That's it, total cheese. But it's it and there's there's a lot of other, you know, potential trades around the league itself where Absolutely. some teams could really make a jump yep. you know at the at the trade that today Tarasenko Tarasenko the Rangers I, I mean dude, yeah Blues are open for business Barbashev's definitely gonna move that's another guy what if they got Tori Krug back uh, <laughs> I mean I don't know what you do with them, but I'm just saying. They, I know they don't need another small defense. I'm a sizist when it comes to defense. But I, I, you need to have size back there yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, I, the Rangers, I mean, we talked about Kane in the past, and, you know, that's a pretty damn good player, man. He's been a – he's been a 82 points last year. He's been a – he's, yeah, he's, I don't think he's having the, the best season this year. Um, no, that that team's been weird. That's a weird team. Yeah. The Blues, like well, they win four, lose you got four. Got Tim and Nad, and he's Aww. a he's a knucklehead. And Riley's out there too. Yeah, they just they don't. That team that won the cup a few years ago is that was, not. That was a one time thing. Yeah, and it that was a one time thing. But I mean, that kid is a he's a hell he's a hell of a player, man. That's a that's a big ad for the Rangers right there. It is a big ad. I think he's gonna fill in uh, nicely with a. Uh, with yeah. Panera and, and Zbinejad, and, and that's going to, you know, they're going for it. And that's another thing, too. Like, I, I think, you know, Carolina, let's see what they do. They're a great team. They've got a lot of salary cap space. They could bring in a guy like a Timo Meyer, or they can maybe think bigger. You know, you also got to look at a guy like uh, Eric Carlson. You know, he, he could be on the move. I heard Buffalo with yeah, him. Buffalo. I heard Thatcher, Dem uh, that, Thatcher that, Demko to Buffalo, too. That decor. Yep. In Buffalo, if you got Carlson, man, he, and he's having a fan, he's having an unreal season this year. I mean, the the name that really popped for me today was uh, everyone's talking about Patrick Kane in Chicago, Jonathan Taves. Mm. Uh, I heard Edmonton's interested, Colorado. Ooh, like yeah. you know, I mean, dude, that's a he's a captain, he's no. a veteran. Like you had a guy like that. And all of a sudden, that's a give him to Drysaddle and McDavid. You got a different, it, you got a different look team on, like very much so. Real quick, I mean, too. He, he still Eric got some Carlson jam left in his too. game. Eric it's Carlson could factor a, too. A, I mean, they would, they want to upgrade their power. Just real quick on the Oilers, they want to have somebody other than Tyson Barry back yeah. there, and you put Eric Carlson. Holy Whoa. smokes! Yeah, yeah, that might uh, that might change some things. Yeah, with that with dry well, that's, and, and that's how it always goes, right? Like you know, you get to the trade deadline, and you get towards the end of the season, and then everyone starts gearing up to play big boy hockey, and then you get in the this playoffs. This is a fun man. time of year. Yeah, this, this, this is, is yeah. This, this is, is when fun. the league can yeah. all of a sudden just I mean, someone you know, just changes you know Tampa, the whole thing. You, you know? know, Tampa's gonna make a move too. Yeah, I mean, Toronto's looking to make a like this is. You know, I know we talk about chemistry, and the Bruins have had great chemistry, but they, ha but you know, they also have to kind of. They don't want the, you know, they don't want the gap to close. If they do nothing, and guys and teams in their division make moves, like they could close the gap, real yeah. quick. Yeah, and I and I think like you know we said in the beginning of the 
the, the podcast, it's, they've had a little luck. They've been pretty injury-free most of the season, which is, and, you know, and they've kind of walked through, you know, again, I don't hold much stock in the regular season anymore. You know, yeah, you said you said compared it to men's league, everyone's just getting their points. Yeah, everyone's getting their points, and you know, it. You got some games that certain teams that they're playing. You got a little rivalry there, and you know, but I, I wish the Bruins had a rivalry at all. I know anywhere it the, is. the NHL has been devoid of rivalry. That, that, that I'm going to say that Tampa. I would say they're rivals right now. It were Tampa, um, and they just Carolina. Yeah, even though they're not in the same division. Like, um, I mean, and we'll talk about their next episode. We'll probably get into coming a little more focused playoffs and who they could play as a first-round opponent. But that's a team that, uh, I mean, the one team I am real petrified of is Carolina because they – They had our number, though. Yeah, they've got, yeah. they've got our crypto. Well, they, 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 they compete. They're, yeah. they're, tough, they're just a tough team to play against. No they matter, all no matter well. What. They're Good, big. Yep. And, you know, and then, you know, again, the Bruins, like, you know – when push comes to shove, I think in the playoffs, I think it's going to come down to you know physicality. You know, Pasta I think is going to be a big piece of that. He's either like, if it's going his way, he's good to go. But if it's not going his way and it's physical, sometimes he kind of goes, he kind of hides a little bit. So it'll be you know, and Marshy's Marshy. He's going to play. He's, he's drag you into the fight. Yeah, right. he's going to drag you into that fight no matter what. So and, and Bergeron's Bergeron. I mean, he's just a, he's just going to keep power. He's he's just yeah. He's yeah. a he's he's going to lead and you know and and get the get the the group like fired up for the, for the playoffs. That's so. it. Quick um, quick aside for me just to say, guys that that are X factors because you're going to need more than one line. You're going to need more than one D pair going. Taylor Hall uh -huh. and Brandon Carlo. Agreed. Those those are guys that if the Bruins are going to succeed and get on to the next level, those are the guys that are going to you know supplement the big dogs. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know? think it's going to be Coyle again. Coyle, Coyle, Coyle was a big piece. Coyle's last, been great this year. Yeah, and the, but in the playoffs last year, he That's was right. he was pretty damn good, man. He was he, good. He was really good. He was key. And you know, and again, he's a big guy. He can play the physical game, and you know, he's not he's not a fighter or anything like that. But you know. He's puck a possession guy. Puck possession guy. He's tough to get the puck away from. And, and he's healthy this year. I think last year too he kind of yeah, got nipped. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like this is he hasn't been healthy for a while, and I really feel this year he's he's been you know he's healthy. He's playing great, and I think he'll be a huge piece in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Best the third line center in the league. Yeah, he, absolutely. Like like the I feel like he's kind of like the Jordan Stahl of a few years ago. You yeah. know that great third line center. Yeah. Well, uh, every league needs one, and that's uh, what we're looking at right now. Yeah, so. Man. Guys, our time is just about up, but this has been a great episode of the Causeway Kings. Happy to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us here on the WMEX Sports Podcast Network, as well as the Abington Cam Network. And don't forget to check it out, abingtoncam.tv. And, guys, if you haven't heard this enough out of me, wmexboston.com. Your friend, Ben Rabinovitz, alongside Merrill Marshall, Gordo, Clance out sick, but thanks for anyway uh, letting us know at least last minute, buddy. Unhealthy, unhealthy, healthy, boys <laughs> on three. Let's go, go 